This is At The Nexus, episode 17, on a word-to-word basis, on Saturday, March 10th, 2012. And now, with more military tourism. Hey, how's it going? It's good, how about you? Uh, a little shaken up. Why Why are you shaken up? What uh, happened? I had a little bit of an adventure the other day. A little bit of an adventure? Yeah. See, um... I'm fleeing the country later this year. Really? And, uh, why? 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 I, I want to go fishing in Canada. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's wonderful not really place to fish. Fleeing? That's more of like a but vacation. It sounds, it sounds much more cool to say, "Oh, I was just fleeing the country." Well, yeah, Canada. It, it does sound a lot more adventurous. Uh, um, I'm just fleeing for a week. Fleeing for a week and then returning what? Actually, it's it's, it's eight days, so a little over a week. Okay, a little over a week. Just I'll just flee for a little over a week. Anyways, mm-hmm. but um, so I had to get my passport done. Mm-hmm. And um. Yeah, so I went on Google Maps, found a passport licensing place. Um, it was in Roseville, yeah. and that's just um, down Stelling for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on Google Maps, I was just looking at all the streets, and they told me to turn off on this road. But Google Maps didn't use the same names naming convention as um, Snelling Signs uses. They, they're telling me all these ridiculous names, while Snelling, the si- street signs on Snelling were telling me County Road C, County Road D, County Road E, County Road F. Well, so I completely missed my turnoff. And so I just kept on going down and down Snelling. Did you just see something? Things fall. Okay. Like kittens and other yeah, things. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Either way, I realized I was very lost, because all of a sudden I was on a dirt road. <laughs> and then... um. Uh, this, I'm not even out of the city, really. I'm, right. I'm still... I, I saw a sign that said Arden Hills and stuff. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I was at this military base. Um, it wasn't like an active one. It was just where they stored a bunch of t- um, stuff. And so I, they had all these military vehicles, and then a bunch of sheriff's cars were just rolling around, just watching me, trying to figure out what I was doing around here. Because all around me, there's a sign saying, no visitors, no visitors. Because I was just going to turn around immediately after I got on the dirt road, but I was just going to turn in this parking lot, and then just... No visitors, no turning, death on sight. What is so, this, like Area 51 or what? No, no, it's all old stuff. Well, so why why all the caution? They don't want you driving their old vehicles around? I don't know. Oh, okay. I would love one. They look cool. I, I know you would like a Russian tank or something. Uh, no, but I did find a site where you could purchase Russian tanks. I, that's, that's what I was referring. Yeah. Like that, are you going to get one? No, 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 no. Too no. expensive? Yeah, so, so much money. Um, a lot more than the new iPad 3. Yeah. yeah. You know, we um, we did a special on that. We did? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's right. Yeah, it was a good special. I think so, too. So, instead of having all of that iPad nonsense in this show, we made a special for it that you can listen to. It's about an hour, but we talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about some new hardware and a bunch of the new software features that it has. Mm-hmm. And overall, what did you think of the iPad? Announcement, um, I mean. Like how it was presented, or just I mean, the, the do, new iPad. I mean, would you recommend people get it? Um, Absolutely not. Would you recommend people avoid it? Yeah, um, never ever buy an iPad. Okay, so I'm not going to be so so brash. I'm going to say, if you haven't had an iPad before, go out and get an iPad three. If you think you're going to need to do any type of composition, so in any type of long form typing, long form writing, uh, anything like that. Don't get an iPad, but if you're just going to have, if you just want to have fun and you have $600 to waste, go for it. Okay, let me rephrase this. If you need to use the iPad to make music for your podcast, 
Great. Do it. Do it. That's the only thing I've really used it for. I mean, for, besides Twitter and... Email occasionally. Email, but even that's flawed now. Um, yeah, or, well, yes. So tell, tell them about uh, that really quick. So after the iOS 5.1 update, um, my battery's just been cut in half, and my mail won't sync as frequently. Like, it would only sync every five minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And before, it would sync, like, every five seconds. Um, I, I always got my emails almost instantaneously. Right. And then, um, yeah, it was really nice. Because I always have next to my iPad, even at night, like, sometimes they'll just wake me up. Because mm-hmm. it's a dark room, and all of a sudden, bright lights are flashing and stuff. Bright lights are flashing? Well, um... Oh, I thought you meant, like, yeah. a police car. Sorry. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's different. Yeah. Uh, okay, well... Either way. I, 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 I totally think people should get one if they haven't had one. You're kicking things. Oh, well, I felt something on the table vibrate. I don't know. It's the roll. Oh, it's the roll. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, 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 I suggest people who haven't had an iPad yet get one. If you are if you have $600 to waste... Is that and, just because you want your Apple stock to go up? Yeah, because I totally have you know five hundred and thirty-two dollars to purchase Apple stock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you if you don't have one yet and you're looking for a tablet, great time to get one right now. Yeah. If you wait too long, you're gonna have to wait for the next one. So you get you got a month to get this one. Yeah, but how difficult is it going to be for somebody to try to find one right now? That's true, but you can still pre-order Wi-Fi tablets. You mean the iPads? Hmm, I thought that was what all went up. No, uh, the AT&T one. Uh, ah, the AT&T so. 4G models have uh, been pre-ordered out, apparently. Mm. What Don't, if they had like 10 of them? <laughs> no word on the uh, Verizon yet, but uh, presumably they're pretty close to I'm sure the, they'd have more Verizon. I don't know. Uh, so, uh, also, late late last weekend, so on Sunday last weekend, uh, you know, after we recorded this show last time, mm-hmm. um, Twit... The other podcasting network that's real. Okay, cool. Um, well, in June of last year, they moved to their new studios. Uh, so they used to be in one room shack, and now they moved to a complete office space, and it looks great. It's fantastic. And part of that was funded by the Brick Twit Brick fund- fundraiser, and so I donated. Um, money to the fund, and I, I um, now also have a brick in the wall, and it, and it looks spectacular. Yeah, it really does. That's cool. And and so I don't know how many bricks they've they sold, but I think they raised a million dollars with these bricks. That's so, pretty cool. So the small bricks, the I don't know, two by eight or whatever, maybe I don't know what those are. Two by four. Uh, I don't know what those size, but the, the I don't know, like sixty millimeters by forty millimeters. I don't do feet. Um. Well, anyway, these bricks are um these were the cheaper bricks. These were one hundred twenty eight dollars. The Bigger bricks above the square bricks; those were five hundred twelve dollars. If you wanted those, um, no, actually, it's two hundred fifty-six dollars if you wanted those. But if you wanted a logo, it was five twelve. So, you know, they they so, they made a good good chunk of change with those bricks. And by the way, if you're interested, you can always buy our bricks. Like if you're like trying to improve, and we can set them on fire for you. Yes, we can. We can have them pre-fired for you. Yeah, and because we do have that technology. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so if you want to advertise for your domain name or if you just want your name embedded into our studio, um, just let us know. Um, and uh, $200 minimum for <laughs> donations. I hope nobody takes that seriously. Wait, 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 wait. If we start making money, we might have to start fleeing the country for tax evasion and other things. I don't mind paying taxes on the things you earn. I don't know. What do we have to do for donations? 
as long as nobody knows about it, it's fine. As long as, yeah, pretty much that's usually the answer. Oh, it's cool to see your name up there. I, I, I think it looks really nice. Um, you know, a lot of other people, like you were mentioning earlier, uh, they they were putting their uh, domain name on it. And I never, it never even occurred to me to put my domain name on it. Yeah. I don't like... I mean, it makes sense, but I figured if somebody actually cared, not that they would, they would just Google me anyway, and they would find my domain name. So it didn't make sense to put my domain name on a brick. Yeah, I'm guessing most of it's just companies that are doing stuff. I uh, see one person even did a little dot matrix thing. Yeah, yeah, wasn't that cool? Yeah, it well, is. Some people did um, the QR codes, which I think is what you're referring to. The um, uh, Also, people did logos, of course, when they actually had money to spend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know some people put funny things in like press this brick or you yeah. know it's always so cool yeah so I see a face and um somebody says smile it is i really like the way they have it set up where you just pan through all the names right it's it kinda, yours is right at the bottom it's nice yeah and my my um my brick is kind of like right in the center uh on that page it's right under the twit logo kind of like ha- halfway down under the twit logo i think yeah. uh, on the first slide of bricks so they have five walls of bricks that's a lot of bricks yeah hmm. you know two, you go do? two of the walls are incomplete walls so like they're half walls but so then i guess that there's four walls of bricks but whatever yeah yeah but they they did a great job with those so it, it took them a long time to put them all up so it, I can imagine. they they finished the studio maybe you know, but they've, they've been recording in the studio for months now and they just got around to getting high resolution photos that's that's pretty cool though yeah it's great. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to support Twit, and you know, we we I was inspired to do this stuff. So here I am now. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Brickless Studio. You know, I've noticed that a lot of studios do have bricks walls in the background. Maybe it stifles the noise. I don't know. I don't know. Add security. No, I don't think bricks are that secure. Uh, depending on their ability to fend off fire and other things. No, I'm good. Yeah. So, um, what's in the news this week? Oh, um... Because, you know, I thought for sure that there was going to be no news because if there had been any, the Apple thing would have just smothered it all. But apparently there is news. Yeah, there's um, a lot of news, but as you know, almost all of it was about Apple this week. But uh, there's some trade news going on about... Uh, trade news? Uh, yeah. Um, so now when a company merges with another company, they have to give it approved by the... Yeah, the government. Yeah. Yeah, I've and heard so, of that. Um, as you know, Western Digital's been planning to take over um, Hitachi, mm-hmm. and um, I guess that's now finalized. It's been approved, the merger. That's good. So, so what do they have to do to get it merged? Um, I'm not a, not much of a business person. I just know that Hitachi's gone, and I'm happy. Um, <laughs> Any particular reason? I've had a couple laptop hard drives from them just not be uh, that happy. So uh, you're happy that... Hitachi is merging into Western a, Digital Repertory Company. Is a, so wouldn't that dilute Western Digital's supply of good drives? Only if they continue to make the Death Stars. And you don't think they're going the Disc Star series. And you don't think they're going to use the capacity. They're not going to use the brand name, but you don't think they're going to use the equipment and capacity that Hitachi they're has. Use equipment because all their other stuff is flooded and destroyed. That makes sense. Because they're kind of desperate for stuff right now. Yeah, well, it's yeah. reasonable, I guess. That's the one story we've covered the whole span of the yeah, Nexus's life. That, that's right. Then All they... 107 days. I don't. I haven't been counting it recently. Yeah. Well, wasn't last week our spe- Nexus special? I don't remember. Hmm. That was two weeks ago. 
114 days ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, when we did the special, it was nearly 100 days. So, mm. yeah. well, I'm pretty close. Minus a couple of mi- plus or minus a few millimeters. Yeah, I don't do uh, feet. Yeah. But what other Western digital news do you have there? Because I know you have more too. Yeah. Um. An, an even crazier transaction. So, um, you know how there's like um a few four big hard drive manufacturing companies like you have Toshiba, Western Digital, um, oh what Samsung. And oh, bloody crap, what's the other one? Regardless, um, Toshiba and Western Digital are going to have the most bizarre trade ever. Um, Toshiba's going to give Western Digital their uh, 2.5 inch hard drive, hard disk manufacturing facility in Thailand, and Western Digital is going to give um, Toshiba their intellectual property and some other stuff for manufacturing their 3.5 inch hard drives. So they're literally just training, training manufacturing abilities. But why? Why? What? What benefit does uh, Western Digital get from trading that? Right now, they're not. They don't need more intellectual property. Like they already, you know, how they, they're always the best at everything. But they just need a facility to build stuff because they lost everything. Um, or not everything, but they've lost like ninety percent of their production power mm-hmm. um, earlier this year. And they're trying to to get back in the market. They need somewhere to build. But why would they pick? 2.5 in exchange for their 3.5 manufacturing. Because, um, you know, the future is kind of laptops, okay. they, they're guessing. Because mm-hmm. in, in my desktop right now, I have um, two laptop hard drives. Because um, right. I, I just had them lying around, mm-hmm. and, and I screwed them in the left side. Yeah. Right. And, and um, apparently, you know, this Toshiba thing is, of course, happening right at the same time they're doing the Hitachi thing. So yeah. that's that, 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 that must be making it even more uh, ridiculous for them. So, I mean... I love Western Digital. Um, I always buy Samsung hard drives, though, because a little cheaper, and, but still just as reliable. Um, earlier this week, I had uh, my uh, Western Digital passport chirp like a cricket a few times. Um, I could not recreate the incident in front of you, though. Oh, uh, um, well, you know, that happens a lot here. Yeah. Well, so, you know, um, you know, we like talking about cell phones. We do. Well, at least I do, because I get tons of blog views, and you know, people read actually read what I say when I do that. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things I'd like to play for you now is Richard Branson. Do you know who Richard Branson is? He's the person who succeeds at succeeding at succeeding. You know, that sounds like something you would say. So, Virgin Mobile is trying to do this campaign thing where Richard Branson, who owned the Virgin name, is promoting the service. So part of that is this new um, higher calling thing. And this higher calling thing is essentially like, well, nobody says, you know, man, my phone company is incredible and revolutionary. And he thinks that that should change. And so then apparently Virgin Mobile's new branding slogan is, we answer to a higher calling and we want you to like us. When I started Virgin 40 years ago, I wanted to change the relationship that customers had with companies. We opened Virgin Mobile almost 10 years ago at a time when cell phones were hardly the smartphones they are today. And yet, as your phone becomes more and more the center of your universe, you never hear anyone say, I love my phone company. Maybe it's because carriers need to catch up and price their plans to how you actually use your phone. Why pay for minutes when it's unlimited data you really want? I know people are always looking for a good deal, but they're also looking for a good time. 
A few years back, when the recession hit, we decided to make our music festival free to the public. It puts smiles back on people's faces. Why can't every day feel like that day? Why can't a phone company sit at the heart of an empire of fun and routinely make ordinary experiences extraordinary? And why can't all that cost $35 a month? So, keep an eye on Virgin Mobile. We're going to change the relationship you have with your cell phone company. We believe that if a carrier gives you what you need at a fair price and shards you with perks, it doesn't need to sign up to a long-term contract. We'll prove it every month. Welcome to the new Virgin Mobile. We answer to a higher calling. Hmm. So, so what do you think of that kind of new marketing, that new slogan? I don't know. It just sounds kind of... Fake? I don't know. I don't know. I, fake, I, just corny. I just... I, it's kind of funny when you hear Branson talking, you don't really know what to expect because you can't tell if he's being serious because... You know, when you think about him, he's kind of a rocker because that's what Virgin is, kind of, you know? Yeah. Like, they, they do a big, you know, the V Festival, and they used to own Virgin Radio, and, you know, they they did all sorts of stuff. They even have the airline, and, well, you know, just some guy, a couple billion dollars, making a flight out into space. Mm-hmm. And the other video he does, he's literally floating in space. That's pretty cool. And um, one of the... Oh, I've got a Twitter message. Huh, mm-hmm. isn't that funny? Uh... One of the things he does, he actually has the real phone, like not this one, but the one the one up from this, the Motorola Triumph, and he has that in the commercial, so I thought that was a good touch. Cool. Yeah. So this new Virgin Mobile thing, there's no service change, there's no phone changes, there's nothing new. It's just completely an advertising branding thing. Cool. I'm going to, I think I'm going to base my cell phone company like that. I want to be, I want to start a good relationship with my customers. Really? Yeah, Virtus Mobile will be really cool. No, no. See, Virtus Mobile is a terrible idea. Why? I don't understand. Okay. it uh, It's just, just a terrible idea. Never going to work. Yeah, I know that. Okay. So, uh, what else do you know? Um, let's see. That, uh, even though Apple had lots of the spotlight today, um, so did Intel. Really? Uh, Intel? Yeah, I guess some people got a hold of their um, new Ivy Bridge chip, and uh, they're doing some benching on it. That's good. And um, how did it turn out? Much better than their old Sandy Ridge. Uh, about uh, twenty to fifty percent. Like the GPU was twenty to fifty percent faster, which seems very similar to uh, what was that story last week? AMD's pile driver thing. Yeah, yeah, it does seem. Yeah, like remarkably. 20, no, there was thirty-five to fifty percent faster. Well, I mean, what I've heard is that Intel releases processors that. Will uh, be one on and one off. So, Sandy Bridge will be like a big gain, and then Ivy Bridge will be a little gain, and then the next thing will be a big gain, and the next thing will be a little gain. Yeah, um, they normally just change their focus. Like, um, one will be for straight up um, computing, and the other one will be for the GPU stuff. Well, my my yeah. also, uh, my other understanding was like one was performance and one was battery, or you know, not battery but power. Yeah, this one also will run um, 30 watts um, less than their less on Sandy Bridge. That's good. Um, yeah, and if you see um, on the article I linked, like they do a good job of showing their little TikTok thing. So, what is a tick or talk thing? Well, it's just the, every year they alternate, or not every year, but every other so year, that, that depending on how often the thing um, it, they change um, how 
big the die is on the CPU, or right. they, they, they still keep the same form factor, so you can use the same motherboard mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and now there's um, always, like they already have the thing for 2013 to set up, they're going to call it, oh, what's that, Haswell? Yeah. At a new bridge. Um, and they're going to call that a talk, and it's just going to be um, a more... Refined. Is it going to be more refined? In it's going to be twenty-two nanometers as well as the Ivy Bridge. Mm-hmm. So same size, just supposed to be a little more powerful. That's good. But um, so I've heard some good things about this, and they're benchmarking it. Um, I have not heard anything about um, it hitting the um, consumer level yet. Well, I mean Ivy Bridge. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I I've heard that it's going to be you know it's being delayed right now or the the lower tiered Ivy Bridge cores are being you know, processors are being delayed for a little while. Uh, some say until April and some say until June, and presumably that is so that manufacturers can use up the enormous supply of current model Sandy Bridge processors mm. because there's too many cheap ones or there's too many that Intel has ready to go. Because, mm-hmm. you know, demand of PCs have been falling and they made too many. And so, you know, so stuff happened that they didn't know about. And so um, if Sandy Bridge, um, it probably will be around for at least a few more months. But then I- Ivy Bridge will um, come in. And so one of the things, and of course I have to relate this back to Apple, they may or may not release new um, laptops without Ivy Bridge. Because if they're going to do... One of the things Ivy Bridge will bring to laptops is you'll be able to have a quad-core i7 in a MacBook Air, for example, and not have heating and energy consumption issues because it's so much smaller. It can use less power and generate a lot less heat as opposed to the Sandy Bridge equivalent. So unless they do ship those out sooner rather than later, there won't be an update. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that might be also the case for the... Um, they can MacBook cut an Pros. exclusive deal with Apple. Well, they, 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 they done could. That yeah, they definitely could, but it, it just seems if they're going to be delaying it in general, they probably don't have them made yet yeah. either. See, yeah, the, I, one thing I could, I know, I don't know where you got your information, but I, I had a hard time finding anything about their product line. Like, you know how AMD will tell you, oh, we're releasing tomorrow, and then just keep on pushing it back. <laughs> oh, yeah. They just don't seem to be labeling things. Oh, I think that's a trend in all companies now. Mm. To lie or to do what? I, I, yeah, to lie, pretty much. Okay, by the way, this new chip will have, like, 200 billion um, semiconductors and other things and all these other features. One billion. Oh, what? <gasps> half half of what I said is not true? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, I think when he, that was AMD's marketing department's fault. That wasn't, yeah. like, the scientist lying or anything. Yeah. I mean, I support AMD a lot more than Intel. You know... But this looks really nice. So, last week we talked about Piledriver, right? Yes, we did. And now we're talking about Ivy Bridge. Do you know any comparison between the two? Um, I mean, I don't. Um, in general, usually Intel has a faster processor, but for the price difference, it's not worth it. I mean, that's generally been the wisdom. Um... Uh, no, um, like my, I knew when I was getting my Phenom that I was getting a bad deal, but I like supporting AMD because nah, that's not I why I did it. Them. Yeah, but um, they're like, you know the Phenom Phenom Two Hexacore. Oh yeah, processor. Mm-hmm. Um, for the people really call it Hexacore. It ain't hardcore unless it's Hexacore. Have you okay. listened to T Pain? No. T Pain had a really nice commercial. I feel bad for you. Mm. Really bad for you. You ain't, you ain't hardcore. I'm glad. 
Well, yeah, that was a really funny. Uh, Shiba had a whole series with him. Great. So there isn't a good comparison between the pile driver and the Ivy well, Bridge. All the specs yet. I've seen have been comparing per- past models. Okay. Yeah. Um, it will, actually, a funny thing with the uh, FX thing, like in the preliminary things, the, the old Phenom 2s were actually right. doing better. Right, so that's why I want to know, because it, I, I'm going to start planning a new computer soon for Windows 8 launch, and I would like to know what hardware to be looking forward to. Uh, definitely go AMD for graphics, or ATI, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, themselves. I'm going to go with whatever has more ports. Yeah, um, yeah. Because you know the Ifinity thing is, is yeah, just beautiful. What Nothing I've, can match it right now. Well, what I've noticed is, I, while I do like I- NVIDIA better, they don't have any ports on their cards. They have two, and I need more. Yeah. Unless you do some cross-firing. Well, no, Actually, it's, it's not called cross-firing. It's SLI and, and NVIDIA, but you know it's yeah. the same thing. Actually, I heard uh, there was some news with uh, NVIDIA... Um, they're possibly going to be working with um, some Linux communities and making their yeah. 3D support a little better. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, I can't really... Uh, just give me a moment to get the story off, but it was uh, really interesting because you know how it's so hard to find a hardware or um, a graphics card that works well with Linux? Yes, absolutely. Um, it is a, quite a challenge. Except, you know, I did it once. You did? Yeah. Mm. It was um, in my server computer. I had an old... GT9600 and uh, plugged in right into the Ubuntu uh, 1004 and it worked fine. How many monitors were you driving? One. Yeah, um, I had no problems with one, but then when I put three monitors on it... Well, that's probably um, why. I couldn't even scroll. Like, just scrolling down a page, it just tore horrendously. (laughs) Um, It was just awful. Well, Um, it's not not that surprising. So it was the... uh, NVIDIA joined the Linux Foundation, I believe. Yeah, and um, they're just going to do some cool stuff with that. And and that was um, and Scott Pritchett, of VP of Linux Platform Software at NVIDIA, uh, said that NVIDIA is strongly committed to enabling world-class experience and innovation with our GPU and mobile products. Membership in the Linux Foundation will accelerate our collaboration with these organizations and individuals instrumental in shaping the future of Linux, enabling a great experience for users and developers of Linux. Cool. So we can all look forward now to having actual drivers... Which is good. Yeah, I'm still not going to buy NVIDIA. No, no, it's a joke. Except I might. Eh, good luck. I don't. I don't think they're a joke. I think they're just fine. Okay. Um, I I like I like their uh, I like their stuff. They they do good work. Yeah, but going back to the previous topic, um, I the i fives were as close or were really close to the phenoms, like the high end i fives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for the money, um, I should have gone with a, Intel. But the I, thing is, I really wanted to get my AM3 Plus board because right. I was really looking forward to the FX process mm-hmm. or the FX series. Yeah. But it was just I needed it for school, right? And then so I just got the new board. One and, of the things I would be yeah. cautious about now is that if I did get an AM3 board, I probably would get you know the equivalent uh, bulldozer, right? I would get yeah. the equivalent bulldozer FX series processor, but still going to use the AM3 Plus. But as you said. They they don't clock as fast as even the Phenom twos, so that's kind of creepy. So I I would probably just hold out until the pile drivers get here. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's all confusing, but there's some there's still some advantages to using bulldozer. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you know that one uh, hilarious thing I showed you? Like one of the first stories we did was comparing the oh, bulldozer. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
and then um, we found how skewed they were towards Intel. Like, they were favoring, like, when you run this at two cores, it actually is... Well, okay, so I can explain that one, too. So the, the, the testing systems they were using to test the two cores, well, they were testing on Windows for one. And Windows doesn't have uh, the necessary drivers to parallel those tasks. So the way the the way the Intel cores are working is that they're they're fake. Like the extra cores aren't real; they're they're virtual. And so Windows will fill up the real ones and then fill up the virtual ones. But in AMD's system, each each double set of cores, so it's like two cores on one section, two cores in another section, two cores, and then another two cores. And Windows on AMD will fill up the first real core, and then the second fake core, and then the next real core, and then the next fake core. So it's not as efficient um, currently mm-hmm. on Windows with AMD with those uh, bulldozers. Yeah. yeah. But I, I just run Debian anyways. I've got a tweet. Cool. And I just want to say one thing. Yes. Um, Nine minutes ago, I got an email, and I have a Chrome open right now and have my Gmail open, and it, my iPad went off just two seconds ago. That is pretty bad. Yeah. That's good um, that you pointed that out. It, it, it just doesn't sync. That's, um, that's horrible. I don't like this 5.1 thing. I wonder, what, can't roll back. I wonder why they did that. I don't know. The battery life is just so bad anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I still like um, iPhotos enough, so I won't roll back. Yeah, that's good. Actually, can you roll back? I, I think you can wipe. I think you can wipe it. Okay. Uh, so also, so going off of our, our, our going off of my cell phone oriented news section this oh. week, um, Sprint, you know Sprint, yes. So Sprint didn't get an iPad, yeah, this, uh, you know, this time around. So the new new iPad is available on AT and T and Verizon, but there's no Sprint model. So sad. Uh, we were talking in the special that perhaps Sprint will get a iPad later in the year. You know, maybe at WWDC or maybe in the fall. You know, like that one-off section like they did with the Verizon iPhone in February last year. Yeah. Well, um, that has nothing to do with this story, but Sprint um, is now going to somehow miraculously get a $20 phone with Android on it and start selling it on the 11th. Cool. Uh So this phone has a 3.5-inch display, which is the same as the iPhone. One gigahertz processor, uh, Snapdragon, that's relatively good. I think it's a dual core. Five megapixel camera with a flash, which is pretty impressive. It will be able to have a 3G hotspot. And um, one of the things I don't know for sure is if it has um, a slide-out keyboard or not, but it, it it's pretty round. It's not a candy bar shape. It, you know, it's tiny for its size. Um, it will come with Android 2.3. It, you know, it sounds good so far. So... It's going to be $20 for you to buy it, but of course it will be a two-year contract kind of thing. So that is the only sad part. Yeah, but um, it also says in the article for like 20 bucks more you can get a Galaxy S2. Right, and so when you, think, when you, read, when you read about that, they're hoping you don't, don't go with that one. Right. Who doesn't want a Galaxy 2? Well, Sprint doesn't want you to have that. You might be enticed to actually use your data plan, okay. and they don't want you to do that. Hmm. It's going to have four, gigab- or four, four gigabytes of an internal card for, uh, you know, it comes with a four gig card, SD card, mm-hmm. or micro SD card. It'll have 512 megabytes of uh, memory. Uh, also, it will have, uh, you know, just 3G, no 4G. Of course, you know, it'll have Wi-Fi. Um, 
but I don't I don't think it's going to be that exciting. But it's just interesting that they're promoting it as the twenty dollar phone. Like they finally come down enough to make a great phone for twenty dollars. They do give phones away for free, but they're usually multiple years out of date. Yeah, yeah. So that that's good. For them. My phone was thirty five bucks, and it's a lot less than uh. Uh, the quality of it's kind of yeah, but crazy. but you do have to pay for the contract in this um, particular phone, and this is the ZTE Fury. That's what it's called. Mm. I, I I think it's interesting because Sprint is trying whatever it can to uh, appeal to the people who are poor. Mm. Well, they have two, they have two MVNOs. They have Verizon, Verizon uh, they have Virgin Mobile. It starts with a V. Who knows? They have Virgin Mobile and they have Boost Mobile. And they were also trying to buy Metro PCS a couple of weeks ago. So, and that deal fell through at the last minute. But, you know, they're trying to get the prepaid market as much as possible. And yeah, I like the prepaid market. I now. do too. And, you know, this ETA Fury is pretty close to being on the prepaid market. Mm. Yeah, I've always liked track, but it's just because that's what Target carries for prepaid. So, that isn't the Go phone. <laughs> you know, Target, um, Target has a lot of phones these days. They they have the entire phone section, and uh, you know they they do a good job at selling those. I hear mm, that's good for them. You know, it's having a hard time selling. Right no, now. I don't. Uh, that Raspberry Pi thing. Um, really? Is that the thing yeah. that you told me about last week? That that's like fantastic. twenty dollars. Uh, yeah, uh, it was I thought and I thought it had a screen, it but it turned out to not have a screen, so I, I thought know. it was essentially useless. That depends on where you are. If you're at home, it's fine because you just hook it up to your TV and it's beautiful. Or hook it up to a monitor. If you're but, uh, if you're too poor to afford a real computer, how can you afford a TV? No, you can jack somebody's. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, but uh, so it sold out in two hours. Wow! Like, all supplies just bought up. So it was like the iPad. Uh, a little worse. Oh, oh yeah. Because okay. uh, the site really, really couldn't. Uh. I heard um, a lot of people were trying to get just go to the site to do a like a rain check kind of deal. Yep. And um, rain check. Yeah, none mm-hmm. of these none of these people were able to get it. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, wonder wonder what they're going to do about that. Oh, they're going to make more, or so. just go out of business and pocket all the money. I hope I hope so. Not really. Uh, so I hear they had some kind of manufacturing delay. Um. Yeah. Right now they have like two manufacturers going mm-hmm. on this. Um, ah. Mm. Ah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Lungs. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> there was a part mismatch on some of the other stuff. Uh, so on the Ethernet jacks being used in production models um, were the wrong type, unfortunately. Hmm. So uh, they uh, kind of had to go back and change things because there was That's a lot of noise bad. in the lines. And there was a few other little minute problems with some of the things. Well, yeah. when you're trying to mass produce something that cheap, there's going to be a little problems. Well, you think they would have noticed that? Like, you think they'd be testing, you know, every hundredth one or something? Meh. Every two hundredth, five or something. Yeah. Do we know what's on what magnitude people were ordering these things in? Um, no. Um, I know that's kind of one thing I like about Woot because they show you how many how many pe- people bought. Like they'd show like this money bought one, this money bought two. Uh, okay. But no, I I haven't seen any specs. I'd, I'd be I, interested in knowing. I don't even know how many hit the headlines. That would be. Hmm. But, yeah, I thought it was kind of a cool thing. So, you've heard of T-Mobile. Yes, I have. I think I've done a story on only two carriers. I need to go find some more stories on AT&T and Verizon. Anyway, T-Mobile had an executive recently saying that 
the way to succeed in the phone market, the way to fixing the phone industry, is to remove device subsidiaries. So you know how like when you buy the iPhone, you just pay two hundred dollars. Well, it's subsidized in such a way that normally it's six fifty, but AT and T or Verizon or whoever you buy it from eats that four fifty difference, and you just pay two hundred dollars to buy it, and then the rest of that cost is recouped for them in the uh, plan. Yeah, over two I, years. I was thinking about getting a Galaxy Tab instead of this because that was um, two hundred dollars, but it was like eight hundred if I didn't want a carrier. Right. Yeah. Uh, so the problem with all of that is that 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 subsidy hides the value of the device according to this executive. And so what he says is that the, when you when you divide um, or when you when you have this device that you uh, paid, you know such price for less, significantly less than what it actually is worth, uh, consumers can't perceive the value of it because they devalue it completely and the hardware, regardless if it's good or not, they just say, well, if it was only 20 bucks, then it must be a piece of crap, right? Yeah. And the reason everybody thinks the iPad is great is because, aside from being great, it actually costs the price that it should cost. You know, $500 mm-hmm. for something that works that well sounds reasonable. But when you only pay one hundred or two hundred dollars for a tablet, and then you have to pay another two hundred dollars, like per month, to have it, you know that value is masked in such a way that it makes it impossible to tell. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's interesting that an executive in a phone company wants to remove subsidies because, and you know they don't like subsidies either because they have to pay for it, and then you have to pay them, so they don't like that either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, T-Mobile is also doing what Sprint is trying to do. They're trying to move, etch into that uh, prepaid carrier market because okay. they've yeah. realized now that subsidies uh, and, you know, uh, people don't like to be on contract. Yeah, because some of those contracts can last two years. Yep, contracts last two years. Pretty bad. Yeah, because I don't even know if I'll be alive in two years. That's Actually, right. it won't be my problem then. Okay. <laughs> so you, you've heard of Dropbox. Yes, I love Dropbox. So they got a new interface on the web this weekend. Or this week. Oh, I don't know if I've ever visited the website in a while. So I use the website whenever I have to print because none of the computers in my house can print, especially not my MacBook Air. So uh, I, I, use the, I use it at least once a week, if not more. But it's really great. So, you know, you, you, on, on your laptop, it just syncs in with the little Dropbox app. Cool. But when you need to go to print something, you just log into the website and you just go over to your file and you hit print. Well... They've changed it to look more of like a, an explorer type of view. So instead of being looking more like a website, it looks less like a website. So it'll have a preview if it's an image. It'll have thumbnails. It'll have some better images. It's a lot more simplified and just looks better overall. That's cool. And um, they have uh, more options. It's easier to view things. So they have a they have a picture viewer. So if you have a collection of pictures on the website, you can just view them all really quick. Um, you can select multiple files faster. You can upload multiple files faster. Overall, I think it's a great upgrade, and it just looks better. It, they, don't, they didn't really add any new features, but they did do a, a, a major overall of the design. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, here we have some lightning in the lightning round. Uh, yeah, um, some really cool news for Linux users. Linux users? Who's that? That's me. Oh. Yeah, but... Uh, there's nothing that can compare to uh, Office 2010 in the Linux world. Like, I can't use OpenOffice. I can't use anything. Yeah, because uh, Office 2010 is really good. Yes, it's uh, unbeatable. 
And um, I use Playable uh, Play on Linux for installing Office 2007 on mm-hmm. my old Ubuntu install. But now I heard that Wine uh, 1.4 can handle Office 2010. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's um, had some great improvements with um, some 3D support and some other stuff. I don't think uh, I've ever used Wine. Really? Oh, it's pretty good. Uh, uh, it really depends on the application yeah, and how that, common. It's more importantly how common the application right, is. Right, right. That makes perfect sense. Something like Office, it's going to get a lot of support. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I heard lots of good things about it. Um, I'm going to be trying it out soon, as soon as I can count with somebody into buying me an Office 2010 disc. Um, yeah. It's not that hard. Uh, I'll find somebody. Well, maybe uh, I to get it myself. I, I think but, I think it's I think it's good for you to to do it. Yeah, and it just hopefully it will. You know, it's nice. pretty bad when you're a student and you need to turn in your big big paper, and it's ODoc instead of docx yeah um yeah and i, I just i used to like 2007 a lot because it was from 2003 oh yeah big difference um, oh, much yeah. but much better uh, but I, I was having some problems with mine because i was because at school all the computers there have um 2010 installed yep. and it just fixes your grammatical problems that i encounter on a day-to-day word-to-word basis i think it's word-to-word definitely <laughs> yes. um but uh seven doesn't do that for you i mean it does oh. spell check and other things mm-hmm. But uh, like if you're trying to spell military or other things, it just it just doesn't help you. But um, yeah, I've liked that a lot. Yeah, and so I'm very very looking forward to trying this out more. Well, you know how we um, talked about the iPhone, right? I think we did. And you know how we talked about the uh, iPad. Mm-hmm. You know that just came out, but the rumors for the new iPhone have already started. Really? So people are suspecting that a new iPhone is going to come out for WWDC. Mm-mm. And what do you think that new new iPhone is going to have? Well, nobody knows, but the rumor is that it's going to be slimmer and it's going to look like a teardrop. Just like the rumors from last year. A teardrop? Yes. Huh. Um, That's a bit interesting. So it's going to look like a wedge, apparently. Like, uh, it you know, tapers off. So, like, it starts thicker and then tapers down. Oh, kind of like the MacBook Air's? Like, yeah. Just like, the ex- base. Exactly. Like, without the, if you ignore right, the monitor. Right, exactly like the MacBook Air's tapering. Yep. Just appears into air. Yeah. So that way... You can cut things better. Yeah, I yeah. know how much fun it is to split open a French fry with a wedge and yeah, yeah, other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know Chrome, right? Yes, I do. Chrome, um, well, Chrome, which is brought to you by Google, they um, hosted their own um, Ponium contest, which was a hacking contest, and they would they had like a million dollars, and they would give um, like twenty, forty, and sixty thousand dollars away per hole that was discovered during the contest and um some guy found a big hole and it was plugged in uh 24 hours so the guy you know did it at the contest showed everybody how to do it and then it was fixed the next day so that was great so chrome was safer yeah yeah one of the funny thing maybe i heard it only took him five minutes isn't that great yeah but that that shows you that you know for sixty thousand dollars that's how much a bug is worth so if you if you can find a bug in chrome just just go do that Ah, uh, I don't know if I do it, that. It, can you imagine how challenging that must be? I could find things I don't like about Chrome pretty quickly. No, like, but you got to find bugs. Uh, yeah, yeah. I found a blo- bug. Blog? Um, yeah, blog break. Um, <laughs> this bug kind of deleted the plus sign off my uh, plus a tab. Okay, so I, I have I, I I found the uh, the Google bug report for that particular thing, and it doesn't seem like anybody official responded to it but hundreds of normal people like us have written in about it like 
the plus sign's gone. What happened to it? Where is it? And everybody's like going through the code and looking for when, when they took it out, you know, in the change logs and nobody knows. And apparently it's not, cool. not like a bug. It's a feature. I like that feature. I don't either. But, uh, but that's even how it is on the new touchpad app. Uh, I mean, the, on the Android of for ice cream sandwich, the Chrome app doesn't have a plus sign in the new tablet, even there. Yeah. So reminds me too much of Internet Explorer. And I don't think uh, they do that too. They don't have the plus sign. Hmm. But uh, I think Safari does. Yeah. So you know, you know the Xbox. Yes, I have one. Well, there's speculation about the next version, which is going to allegedly come soon. So they're going to reveal it that this year's E3 apparently, and then launch sometime next year. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that people suspect it won't have is a disk drive. I don't know if I believe that. I don't believe that for a second. And you know why? People want to watch their movies. I know. I mean, it's, if it's going to be a multimedia center, it needs to be able to play movies. And we're, I know everybody thinks we're going to go into the age of disklessness. I can't even say that. That's impossible. Yeah. But people will always have some type of physical media they want to play, whether it's music or a DVD or a Blu-ray or whatever. Now, that is an interesting question. No Blu-ray. No Blu-ray? No. No, no, so. no. Why not? Costs too much. It does cost a lot, but on the other hand, the media they can play will be a lot higher. Uh, maybe. I mean, we'll see. As opposed to when the Xbox came out, it should be a lot less. That's true. I mean, they don't have to. They don't have to have a brighter. I mean, they could just have a reader, and you know, it should be okay. Yeah, it doesn't have to cost that much. I don't know what. I mean. I think it would make sense to go Blu-ray. The 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 the, the data densities on that are what forty gigabytes per disc. Mm, on a dual layer and other things, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's a pretty safe, a good deal for them. We'll see. Uh, especially you know if they're going to be rivaling in the next generation of uh, you know platforms. Mm-hmm. So, I hear that there's some type of IBM processor that you'd like to talk about. There is. I, I, I don't know anything about that one. You have to do that one. Okay, so, you know, you're familiar with Lightpeak, right? Yep. Um, it's a really fast thing. Oh, I forget how fast it can actually go. So, so currently uh, Thunderbolt can go 10, 10, 10 gigabits per second, but the Lightpeak spec supports up to 100 gigabits per second right now over fiber optic. Yeah, it's pretty fast, but uh, IBM has developed something that uh, can rival that. And a bunch more. Um, so the headline reads, Holy chip. Um, IBM drills holes into optical chip for terabit per second transfer speed. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. I don't even know like what it means to go that fast. Yeah, I'm not sure um, how the processor, this, this little chip handles it, but I mean, it's IBM, so they, they're not in the market for lying and hyping things up, except for the kind of do. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things. I, I don't know if this will ever turn into anything because there's a lot of things that IBM builds that kind of just fall into the well. You know, pile you know what IBM does. What IBM does, of course, is they you know make some technology and then they just get the patents on it and that's, that's sell it all back they, to Google. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, so they don't sell it back to Google, but but Google will buy every app. But every not they, app, they uh, sell app. the rights to companies, so I think that's that's great for them. Okay. Well, why don't you sell me? You know, you, you know what? I, I just um, did the conversion. So one trillion bits per second, which is what that article states, that, that it can do. It can um, use 4.7 watts in delivering nearly one trillion bits per second. Well, it turns out that is 125 gigabits per second. That's pretty cool. I, I mean, gigabytes per second, my mistake. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't gigabit, gigabit Ethernet the standard? Um, depending on where you are. No, I mean, like, for Ethernet. Gigabit Ethernet, is that right? Yeah, most of the time. So can you imagine a thousand gigabit Ethernet? That's what this is. Yeah, it's I mean, a lot different. You'll never saturate that. No, never. You know, to be honest, most networks don't even go much faster than no. 33 mm-hmm. megabits. Mm-hmm. No. Because um, if you are a bloody creep like I am and just monitor network traffic and usage and stuff... Um, I thought everybody really did that. Does that. Uh, By the way, your Dropbox just synced. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It does that so much. Like yeah, every, three every sec- five seconds. Because yeah. I'm sitting here with this pack sniffing. I know. I, you know, I hear that gets people into trouble. Anyway. Um, so, I think this is the last last story we have, but I'd like to close with this one. So, you know how we were talking about that iPad, right? Yeah. So, I don't remember what we said the iPad 2 cost to build, but apparently the new 4G iPad approximately cost $310 to make. Hmm. Yeah. That's... So, if they're selling that one for 649, which I believe is the uh 4G model price, the entry price, right? Is that right? Mhm. And they're, you know, if they're going to be making three or you know, paying 310 to make it, you know, that's what about 47% of the cost? Yeah. So, they're getting what? 50% of margin? Yeah, I'd expect them to have more. Fifty percent on a product though is pretty good. You know, things like when you buy something at Target, you know, they're probably getting two percent, three percent of the margin. So Apple's doing a great job at getting the margin. Yeah. So I think that's a good price. Um so apparently the the new display, the random display costs seventy dollars as opposed to the older iPad two display, which costs about fifty dollars. The new radio costs about twenty dollars, and the old radio, the three G radio costs about ten dollars. The A5 chip in the old model cost about $22, where the new A5X chip cost $28. So, you know, little things here and there add up, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. So, what else do you know? You know anything else? I think that's pretty much it for the week. Huh. So, um, you were on spring break this week. Did you do anything fun? Um, let's see. Military base, I mean, getting the, sick. Other than the military base. Why did you get sick? Why don't you tell everyone about oh, that? Oh, um, I got very sick do, this week. Ghosts are just around. Do you hear something? Yeah. Um, So I kind of moved out into my garage, and it's kind of been cold this week, and I kind of went out for like four hours in the rain last Tuesday night, was it? Could be. Yeah, the the day we saw the Hamlin security guards going around. Yeah. Which is very awkward, because they're very far out of the jurisdiction. Yeah. I should mess with them just for being on my street. I think you were flashing them. Uh, The the shining little light at them is, is not much. I don't, Spotlight, I, I, don't, I don't think they appreciate that. Uh, what are they going to do? They're in a van. That's true. Ready on the hill with spikes. Uh-huh. I, I, was, I had the spike. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll find more. They're everywhere here. Yeah, they are. They really are. Don't step on that one. But, uh, yeah. Dropbox so, distinct. Uh, yes, again. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, so I got a little sick this week. Got some food today. That's good. Yeah, I'm going to go cook up some hash browns later today. Well, uh, you know, I had school this week, so I've, I've been busy all week. Cause, Loser. Yeah, but now I'm off this coming week. So. And I'm back to school starting yeah. tomorrow. Wait, what's today? <laughs> today is Saturday. Now. Well, um... Couple days. Whatever day. Monday. Right, Monday right. morning. Monday. Um, so, do you know um, what you're going to be doing this week coming back into school? Oh, um... So I, I heard so, you were switching from Linux to Windows. 
Yes, uh, this week we're going to be talking a lot about kernel tuning, mm-hmm. which is going to be a pain. I can already I can already feel it because uh, that Excel Xorg thing was a lot of fun before that, mm. and uh, class is getting harder and harder. Mm-hmm. And after that, um, my networking classes has been divided in half. Right. Half of it Linux, the other half Windows, yeah. and so. So do you know what Windows do you get to work with, or is it just? Um, you see, first semester I was forced to buy a copy of Windows Seven. How much um, is forced? Thirty-five bucks. That's pretty cheap. I don't That's know the if I call that edition. forcing. Yes, and um, I guess now I can get my own. That's good. Copy. That's great. I, I needed a Francisco Packet Tracer, mm-hmm. which doesn't actually trace packets. It just lets you set up networks. Well, that's pretty um, cheap to call it a packet tracer that doesn't trace packets. Yeah, but it's this is an amazing piece of software. I must say that's misleading. Uh, yeah, I know. You okay. got to use uh, okay. Wireshark or well, Edercap. I don't like or, Wireshark. You don't? I like. You like Edercap? Mm, yeah, I, I prefer that one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's just been around for forever. Yeah. I mean, that's just standard. Everybody mm-hmm. likes Edercap. But the thing is, um, Wireshark just comes standard on some of my installs. Yeah, I only use Windows. Oh. Loser. I don't think so. I like my Windows. It's the only operating system that's available for normal people. I do use yeah. my Linux, my share of Linux. I mean, I run a server that's con- completely and constantly stable that never breaks yeah. unless I unplug it. Yes. Uh, so I don't have that problem. Want to know a funny story real quick? Mm, yeah. So um, earlier this week I was putting Debian on one of my spare hard drives. <laughs> and um, so I was telling the Debian installer to install on um, SDC, like the um, drive C. And um, so as I was on drive C, uh, I told it, install everything. And then it did. Mm-hmm. And then it put uh, Grub on drive A. Because mm. it always boots drive A first, and then from A it just links to C, and it's all just fine. Right. But uh, I have to have drive A in. And so I have to go deal with that. I have to destroy Grub, which is a pain, and then I have to set it up right. Do you know if it's possible to have the Windows bootloader allow you to switch between Linux and Windows? Or do you always have to use Grub if you want to use Linux? Oh, you can use so many different bootloaders. The Windows bootloader. No, no, no. Windows is uh, very, very much mm. so, just like in Windows. That's too bad. I, I prefer. It's I, always been that way. I wish I could use Windows to load that up because I don't. I don't like Rub, but I prefer Windows. Uh, use Lilylu or Lilyli or anything something else. Something like that. Can I tell yeah. you something? Maybe they all look the same. I know, don't they? They all look like a DOS prompt, which is why I don't like it. Yeah. I, I want a. I want a visual interface. Well, you only have to deal with it for what twenty seconds. It shouldn't even take that long. It should know what I want before I get there. It should always know I want Windows unless I restart manually. It doesn't happen for you ever, does it? Because when your Windows thing updates, it automatically updates and then goes straight to Chrome. No, no, no. By Chrome, I mean <laughs> you want to. Right, right. Yeah, because, you know, it restarts and then that 20-second thing, you know, it goes right into Chrome. Or <laughs> you did it on purpose. <laughs> yes, it is. Have you heard much for Chrome OS? You know, I tried it one day in a virtual machine. It worked fine. All you did was load up websites, so it's like, what's the point? And then immediately after, I forgot about it and restalled that computer. Okay. Either way. I mean, I, it, it's not exciting, you know? It, it, it's a, a browser with nothing in it. Yeah, it'd still be fun to go to a public library and load it up for the next person. I don't. It's I mean, exciting. I don't think you can do that easily. It's not like bootable by flash drive or anything. It's not cool. Yeah, I thought somebody made a. Well, I guess that. they probably. So, did. Somebody did, I know. Yeah, that. I'm, sure, I'm sure somebody did, but naturally, it's not made to do that. Neither are com- library computers. So do you have an app of the week? Um, yes, uh, but you don't get to listen to it here. You have to listen to our special. 
Oh, yeah, because we know we did a special. All yeah, about, we all talked about, about iLife. That was my app of the week. I, I picked three. Well, iLife. But, uh, yeah. You know, but without, without like, if you only did one of them, you'd miss out on so much. So you yeah, have to do all more. iPhoto was the biggest. Um, yeah, iPhoto it, was it's, great. It's beautiful. We messed with some pictures of you and holding a cat. Yeah. All Eva-like. Mm. And uh, it was very nice. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. It yeah. It was a pretty nice app. I, I, I think did they you did. you find anything? Um, you know, I don't have apps. Have you seen Android lately? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what else doesn't have apps? <sighs> Touchpad. Windows phones. You know you know what? They don't have apps, but for a different reason. They don't have apps because nobody knows what a Windows phone is. Uh, also, the name is probably the biggest problem. Windows 7 phone series phones. How many how many times can you say the word phones? How many times can you say Microsoft at your account? Or Microsoft your account? Yeah, Microsoft your account. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Yeah, I like Microsoft Dream Spark extortion keys. Ah, uh, but I don't tell anybody about that. One. <laughs> What's the point anymore? Yeah, <laughs> it's over now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of over now, I think I think we're good here. So, where can we find you on the internet, Matt? Uh, you can find me at uh, nexuslabs.org, and you can also find me at matthewpetchel.com. Oh, and of course, you can find me, Ryan Rampersad, all over the place. On Twitter, at RyanMR. On my blog, blog.ryanrampersad.com. I got it right this time. Excellent. And if you listen to this, especially you'll realize why I said that. And of course, you can find me here at The Nexus. And this is at The Nexus. And this is the show where we talk about tech news, which is essentially what we were going to say anyway, but we're recording it for everybody's enjoyment. Because, you know, we like talking about tech news. This is what we do all the time. Mm -hmm. If we weren't standing outside, we'd be sitting somewhere eating hot dogs and talking about tech news. Or french fries. So this is a better deal. We get to talk about it in high quality, high definition stereo, and here we are. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a good show. Yeah. This is Matt Special signing off. And this is Ryan Rampersett. Have a good one. Bye.